Hello, welcome to Braveful, a podcast with and for achieving women. I'm your host, Amy Zeigert. I'm so excited to share with you stories of women who are brave and gutsy. This show is a weekly view into the hearts and minds of what has enabled these fabulous ladies to take a leap and go forward with bold ideas. So join me in an opportunity to listen, learn, and lean in, Braveful style. Hello, hello, Braveful listener. Thank you very much for joining me today. Today, I have a very special guest, Melissa Paz Blake. She happens to work in the field of rapid transformational therapy. She is an amazing individual who has taken her experiences and turned it into a life's passion for teaching people, showing people how to take their power back, how to live a brighter, lighter, healthier life how to really tap into their subconscious mind to allow them to become their highest, most best self and will allow women who are grateful and achieving to actually achieve more by getting out of their own way. So please listen and have an open mind. I'm very intrigued. I look forward to having more conversations with Melissa. I think she has embarked on an area in the world in which you know we need to take our blinders off and open our minds, open our hearts uh, to look at alternative ways to taking care of ourselves and for taking care of each other. So with that said, let me introduce you to Melissa Paz Blake. She is the founder of Positive Solutions. So again, thank you very much for joining. Have a great day. Thank you, Melissa, for being here. I'm so excited to have this conversation and to share it with a lot of people out in the world. So again, everybody welcome Melissa Paz-Blake. She is with Positivity Solutions, correct? Or Positive Solutions? Positive Solutions. Yep, yep. So your area of specialty, and I'm gonna, I'm looking at my notes because I don't want to screw it up, is rapid transformational therapy. So for those of us who are new to this RTT, I'm looking for you to explain it so people can understand the gift that you possess. Okay, so RTT, or Rapid Transformational Therapy, how I help people, and then I'll go into the RTT, I help people take their power back. And, you know, we can clear their emotional blocks that are weighing them down or holding them back. And, you know, to live a brighter, lighter, healthier life and create a positive mindset um, in so many ways. And, and, it's not just healthy lifestyle. We can do any block, self-sabotage, imposter syndrome, money blocks, weight issues, anxiety, depression. It really is amazing and can help with so many different things. So RTT, Rapid Transformational Therapy, is a hybrid therapy of NPL, neurolinguistic, the language. But what we do is you know, people are scared of the word hypnosis. So it's not scary. It's actually very relaxing and um, people love it once they try it. And I can save, help save someone six to 10 years on the sofa by with a, with a one to three sessions. Um, so we tap into the subconscious mind, which is where all your belief system is. It's your creative mind from zero to seven that's when you're learning everything. That's when you're that sponge and all your beliefs are not all, but 
you know, it's, it's the, you're the sponge or you practice. So like ABC, you practice to get to Z. And once you've hit ABC to Z, you don't have to practice anymore. But when you're, your beliefs, you, you see your parents do things, you, you're just a sponge. So I don't know if I answered that correctly. It's like hypnosis on, on crack, but we tap into your brilliant mind and, and I'm just the, the vessel. I help people heal. I'm a vessel to help people heal, to tap into whatever they want to get to the root cause or the bottom of the issue. I'm a detective. I'm like a dentist. So we get to, we pull out the filling. You get rid of the cavity. Yeah. It's not a bandaid. This is not bandaid therapy. It's not take medicine and just feel, eh, you know, and what else aren't you feeling when you're not feeling that that's um, something, but in, in, even when people, I'm not dissing the medicine, when people are on medicine, I can still help them get to what lies underneath the anxiety, what lies underneath the weight, what, you know, I mean, a lot of, I help a lot of women with weight and it's not the food. It's the, the feeling, you know, maybe I don't deserve to be happy or maybe the, the weight is protecting them. There's so many things around that, you know, that's a whole nother. That could be another episode. Yeah. That uh, to help people with weight, but, but it's really a feeling, you know, what are you feeling? What's holding you back? Anger, resentment, self-sabotage. It's, it's really powerful. It's very fast because we, once you understand the when, the where, the why, the how, you have this understanding and it's freeing, it's liberating. And when you understand in the subconscious place, it's cathartic, really. When you understand, then you can heal. So what brought you to RTT? Because clearly this is not mainstream. Because when I first spoke to you, I'd never heard of it before. The only part of RTT that even came to my head was the hypnosis part. Right. And it's really not hypnosis. And every, like I'm Melissa Paz Blake, I use positive is my maiden name, positive solutions. You know, I have my own way of doing it than somebody else who might be practicing RTT. I have the tools and the techniques, but what brought me to it actually was kind of a long story, but the short of it is my husband passed away or my ex-husband of 22 years and I had three kids and two dogs, and I basically had a nervous breakdown. Or not basically, I did. But while I was having this nervous breakdown, and I was applying to Northwestern to go back to school to get my master's in social work. And I was also had every Band-Aid, when I say the nervous breakdown, every Band-Aid from my life came off in like one day. Like it went from I was fine. I was functioning. I was doing okay. And then, oh my God, I couldn't even, I wasn't functioning. And I did check my thyroid and all those things, but it was like all my band-aids came off. So I, I went to get some help really for the first time. And I can explain why I hadn't in the past, but I did see a doctor and he, you know, said, what was wrong with me? Oh my God, Melissa, you have ADD, you have executive function disorder. And I had post-traumatic stress as well, because I did find um, Pat, I found him dead on the floor from a, a heart attack and he had sleep apnea. He, he, you know, it's, it's a sad story, but you know, the three kids, two dogs and just a massive amount of 
chaos and stress. So I saw, I, I'll call him Dr. Over One Town. I won't even put a name on it because I'm in Chicago. And he just told me it was wrong with me. And it really, and he did slap some medicine on me. And I felt worse. I did not feel better. I felt tired and I felt, and I even come home and, and you can pick up my ADD as I talk more. My son's like, gosh, mom, that, it sounds like you're getting worse. And I'm like, you know, he's not really helping me. So I did find some, an alternative and his name is Klaus and I love him. I adore him. He's my mentor. You know, he actually taught me about anxiety and taught me that it's a warning and how to, how to face it and thank it. And we worked through so many things and it was just a different way of therapy. And it was talk therapy, but he also told me what was right with me every single time instead of what was wrong with me. And, you know, he'd write, you know, he'd actually say, what did you get out of today? And, you know, I always got something great out of it, you know, about myself. And then one day he said, you know, we tried EMDR. We did all these different things because I did have some clearly some post-traumatic stress. We tried, I don't remember how he said it, but we did hypnotherapy and it was different than what I've learned. But like I said, I was going back to school and I'm like, sure, you know, I'm a growth mindset. I'll put that in there. So he walked me back and we went to, for self-sabotage or whatever it was. And I, it was self-sabotage. Why I was sabotaging myself. I couldn't even take a compliment. If you said something nice to me, I would go, mm, yeah, what? No, I couldn't take a compliment. It was pretty bad. So he did this with me and there were three scenes and I could, I could go into it, but the last scene, this is what the powerful scene was. So my mom passed away when I was six. So in my last scene with the hypnotherapy, and it wasn't called RTT, it was just Klaus trying this with me. The last scene was, I was five and I had a little girlfriend over and I pushed her against the refrigerator and I'm assuming it was for negative attention. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't a bully or a mean kid. But um, my mom sent my little friend home and she spanked me on the butt and said, go to your room, shame on you, or go to your room, I'm disappointed in you. And then she died. And I held on to that disappointment or shame my whole life. Like I didn't, my, my, my memory wasn't my mom saying, I love you, you're amazing. My memory that stood out was I disappointed her. And this is at 50 something. And when, when I got to heal that little girl with the hypnotherapy and there were other things that led up to that, but that, that was so powerful. And I got to understand in my subconscious place that, you know, I was naughty for five minutes and my mom did the right thing by saying "Time out, go to your room, you know, and it was just my behavior for five minutes. It wasn't that I disappointed her as a person. I just was a naughty little girl for five minutes. And I got to go in, in that space and be the loving mother to that little girl and see how I could change it. And it was so, I mean, I can even get emotional when I, how big it was for me. So when you say how big it was, give a sense of what the bigness I got to go in to that little girl that little five-year-old girl who disappointed her mother and 
be the loving mother to that little girl and understand that it wasn't, it was just one, it was, it was, you were naughty for five seconds and it's okay. I love you and you're amazing. And you're going to grow up to be this amazing, wonderful person and mother and entrepreneur and all those things. So I really got to heal my inner child. And for me, it changed everything. So I, it was, it was amazing. It was cathartic. And I went home and I researched, you know, hypnotherapy or RTT and I found Marissa Peer. And that's who I studied with is Marissa Peer. And I threw myself into it because, you know, I was like, okay, whoa, Northwestern for social work for my master's is going to cost me, you know, a lot of money and it's going to take a long time. And then it's going to take time to build it up. So anyway, when I found the RTT, I just jumped in. I really don't think I even asked anybody. I just jumped in and then I jumped in more and I, I went and trained in live with her in and in LA and I got, you know, my certifications and we did a ton of practice. And then I went on to get my clinical hypno, you know, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and I did case studies and research and practice sessions. And we, you know, now there's a very big pool of RTT people. It's very international. Marissa Peer is, um, She's from London. She's the number one therapist and she's worked with rock stars and movie stars. And if you ever saw the Elton John movie, she fixed Elton John. She fixed Tiger Woods. Like you can see the Marissa Peer method and how you go back to the scenes. And, you know, he stopped drinking. Elton John is a recovering alcoholic. But I know that we all, I mean, it doesn't say that, but we all know. I mean, it's, it's also from London that she helped him. And I mean, I think Lenny Kravitz, you know, did a testimonial for Mercy Peer and Olympic athletes. Like you can performance, it can be so much because what is holding you back? Really, I help people get to the root cause of what's holding them back from living their very best life. And it's so amazing and powerful. And I absolutely love it. Wow. So, so as you have embarked on this RTT journey, what strength has it given you? to keep going on and doing this? Well, I think, oh, I know my why. Okay, so my bigger why is my dead ex-husband, right? If he, and I know everything about him, I was married, you know, I was with him 25 years. If he could have healed his childhood wounds, like I did, and I mean, I had different issues, but if he could have healed his childhood wounds, every single, everything would be different. And I'm not going to go into his whole story, but he did have everything. He had everything, but, and his mom died when he was 11 and he as a hurt. So anger is really anger roots from hurt. So he was a hurt child, but it turned from hurt to anger and resentment and the demons that he never healed chased him down and he died of a heart attack, but he got tired and the demons got him. Absolutely. The demons got him because they don't get tired. They're relentless. And I hope that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's powerful because you wonder how many achieving women out there have sacrificed parts of themselves to get where they are because the demons are after them. Well, you know, I just did a session yesterday for a woman with weight 
And she, you know, we had a bingo, we had a cathartic moment where, you know, and it, it wasn't a perfect, easy session. Sometimes they're perfect. We had to get to what is the root cause of the weight and it, cause it wasn't weight and it was guilt. And I'm not going to go into that at all, but it was guilt. And she doesn't feel, she doesn't, she did not feel that she deserved to be happy. And she comforted herself with, with, with food. And she, she actually would say, I'm, you know, she's addicted to food or, I mean, I can't tell you how many stories I did a woman for motivation this week. And she, you know, lived in a very poshy suburb and thought, you know, she deserved a trust fund. Well, she didn't. I mean, it's just, but her thought process. So, you know, we worked on that. I've helped people with, you know, a big CEO, let's say, who we worked for assertiveness and I, I, I won't go there, but you would think a big CEO, it's not aggressive or, but assertive with relationships or addiction. I've helped a, a young man who wanted to stop drinking and his big, you know, his biggest scene, his third scene or fourth scene was when he was six years old and his parents were both boozers. I'll use the word boozers. He, you know, got to sneak beers with his cousins, this and that. But when he was six, his dad, who he really doesn't speak to now, and this man is in his thirties, his dad pulled him in and had a beer with him at six years old and it made him feel special. Now that's, that's a sad story. Um, but we, we got to the root cause and he hasn't had a drink in, in eight months because he figured it out. He's like, oh my God, that is, yeah. And, you know, sometimes it's one session, sometimes it's three. I had one session that, that was really like, whoa, this is such powerful work. I helped a young girl with depression and she and her mom interviewed me. This was early on and they interviewed me and they decided, you know what, we're going to do it for sleep because she was having trouble sleeping. And so we had our session for sleep and, you know, they were from another country and just, you know, how different cultures are. So one of her scenes was nightmares and she didn't get in, like she didn't get in with her mom and dad, who knows, right? That wasn't the issue, but she would curl up in a ball by the bed, but her big scene, and, you know, I'm not going to say who it was or anything, but so at Christmas time, her scene was, this is like a 16 year old girl at Christmas time when she was six, um, a snow globe broke and, you know, we were talking and, and you remember everything when you're in hypnotherapy, when you're in this subconscious space, you remember everything. It's just like this little trans place, but a snow globe broke. And I asked the questions and this and that, and she was sad and angry at her sister who broke it. And then she said, well, the snow globe represented my brother. And I said, well, I didn't know you had a brother. And she said, my brother died at eight days old. He never came home from the hospital. So that came up. And, you know, I did talk to the mom about it because it's called survivor syndrome. Whatever was going on, whatever she heard over and over, either sadness or whatever, but she could go to her psychologist and talk about this now because it was real. It was the root cause of this feeling. And then she could she could move on and work with her psychologist. So for kids with depression or kids with anxiety, it's really powerful. It's really amazing. Kids are easy. I mean, it helped going from the anger or from the depression and the anxiety with kids to, you know, somebody who wets the bed. We can, it's just amazing what I can do. So I haven't niched down because it's more about, it's, it's so powerful.
Has the pandemic increased your need? You know what? I think my the pandemic has increased. Um, I coach for weight. Okay. And I have I have a six week program for weight. Okay. And that has been great. And you know, when I say weight, it's I guess it's less scary if someone's like, "Hey, can you help me lose?" Or and I don't use the word we don't use the word diet or or weight because loss is a bad word, but change their behavior. Okay. Right. And let go of that feeling. And then I have a program put together for, you know, lose 10 to 20 pounds in six weeks, but um, we change their lifestyle. We change their habits. Right. And, you know, that's, I call myself a change maker. So I'm a mindset coach. I'm a change maker. I help people save time, money, and heartache. And I help people make positive and powerful life changes fast because we get in there and that's where, I mean, I could, you know, I could send you, Bruce Lipton is a, is a, an amazing doctor, right? So Bruce Lipton is all about, you know, hypnosis in the first seven years. So to change something, to change a habit, you either have to be repetitive or go into your subconscious mind. Wow. Make a habit to, and it takes 21 to 40 days to change a habit. Right. Smoking is something that I can help people with very quickly. One session. And people have heard of that. Yeah. That's what my mom did. I mean, my mom stopped 40 years of smoking by going to a hypnotherapist because she tried everything else and it didn't work. And it worked in one, one session and that was it. And it's interesting because it's like hypnosis, I think has changed because now it is therapy because we go back to the root, the when, the where, the why, the how. And there's also learned behavior. But if you learn it, you can unlearn it. And if you feel it, like if it's serving you, so I do something called role, function, purpose, intention of a feeling, and we're in your subconscious space. So I would say, turn your eyes inward, just use your imagination and you're in, you know, you're in your subconscious. And you ask yourself, what is the what is the role of the anxiety? What is the purpose of the anxiety? And it could be to protect. Mm -hmm. It could be, well, to hold you back, to get your attention to, to it's often, it's oftentimes to protect. And then you actually think, okay, is this serving me right. at this point? And, you know, this is, this is not just like, oh, a little bit of anxiety. This is a lot of anxiety or, you know, is the weight, is, is anything serving you when you get in that space? Right. Well, and I liked what you said, you know, you said it's usually a warning to something bigger, you know, so you're trying to, you know, hopefully you get to them before it becomes something bigger. I mean, cause you know, my goal, when I think about what Braveful is doing, my goal is to, is to talk to women who are achieving and your goal is to help them achieve more which is awesome. I mean, you're, you are getting women out of their own way, really. Yeah. And you're exactly right. Like I help people take their power back. I help, I help women take their power back. I mean, I, my own testimonial, I am, I've come such a long way. I used to be a super shy little girl. I mean, my mom died when I was six years old. My dad is, I didn't even go into that. My dad is gay. I lived with, I was the original modern family. I thought I was the most dysfunctional person on the planet. And now I'm super confident and I mean, not cocky confident, but I also want to set a really good example. So 
you know, lead with love. That was something that I'm thinking about leading with love and leading isn't about being a leader. It's about taking care of the people you love. It's about taking care of yourself. So that is something that is, um, I mean, it's, it's leading with love and setting a good example. And that's something for moms and women to set a good example for their, their kids, their daughters and to be your very best self. So don't, you know, you, we, this is, this is kind of my, my big thing. We, you and I are only in charge of us. I'm in charge Melissa, you're in charge Amy. You control your behavior, your actions, your reactions, what you put in your mouth, what you do with your body, you know, what, what you, your, your reactions too. So if you're angry or resentful, and then you're, you take that out on the people you love, so that's on you. So I can help people be their very best selves and live their very best lives. But also what we do affects everyone around us. And I think that's when it comes back to this. This is me circling back with my ADD, which I know why I'm ADD, but me circling back to the ADD by Pat not dealing with his anger and resentment and the things that happen, it affects everyone around you. And somebody who doesn't take care of their, themselves, you know, the consequences, we all feel them. And that's really, I guess that's my why. I wanna help people be their very best self so that their families and their kids and their spouses can, you know, so, so it's, you know, lead with love, I guess I'm circling back. But. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. When you even made the comment about when we talked before that instead of asking your children, did you forget anything? Oh yeah. I love, I love that. I would love to do, I have tips for moms. I have tips for moms instead of it's more, did, did you remember everything? Yeah. Because instead of like, Hey Joe, Hey Sarah, you know, instead of going, Hey, what'd you forget? Oh gosh. What'd you forget? No. Hey, Hey, did you remember everything? Right. Like what a difference. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, did you remember everything? And that puts memory into play. And there's so many good kids. Oh, here's another one. Here's another one. And when you tell your kids, I love you so much, you say, I love you so much. You're lovable. Cause it opens it up. That's the other one. I love you so much. You're lovable. And, you know, I think you and I talked about it. I always said this and I was, I'm so glad I did. When I dropped my kids at school, I'd say, I love you. You know, have a great day. I love you. And I always said, you're so creative. Aww. Just to remind your kids how creative they are, because we are all creative. Even if you're analytical, you're creative. Right. But kids need to hear these things like words count. Oh, we talked about the lemon test. We could do yeah. the lemon test. Oh yeah, we could do the lemon test. I think the lemon test I don't know is if great because you know the power of the subconscious is unbelievably deniable. It it's there. So I say yes, let's do it. Okay. So the lemon test. So if I'm Amy, if I'm talking to you, which I am, and I'm new at this whole podcast thing. So words are real and the pictures we make in our head and the words we say to ourselves become real. So I'll give an example and I'll say, close your eyes and imagine. So people who are listening, please close your eyes and imagine 
that we're in a room, we're together in the kitchen and I have a huge lemon and it's the size of a grapefruit. It's so big so we can share it, but I'm going to cut it in fourth and I'm going to give you all a fourth of this piece of lemon. And I want you to take that lemon up to your mouth, either hand, left or right. And I want you to take that lemon actually physically and, you know, take your hand up to your mouth and I want you to keep your eyes closed and bite that lemon, chew on that lemon, suck on that lemon, let that lemon go, bite on it, chew on it, suck at the pulp and just, mmm, that lemon. Now open up your eyes and I want you to, to, to yourself, did you make that sour face or did you create any saliva? Because there was no lemon but the pictures you make in your head and the words you say to yourself become real. So when you say to yourself, you know, I'm amazing, I've got this, I'm creative. Or when you say I'm creative, I'm lovable, I'm worthy, that's true. When you say I'm a loser, I'm stupid, I suck, that becomes true. So you were our own worst critics, it's true. So I help people, you know, change their love themselves and get rid of that inner critic and be loving and kind how they should be. Yeah. And just, if you could see me, I'm sitting here with my, that, you know, how you get that kind of that tightness or, you know, because of that lemon in the back of your jaw, it's, it is very powerful. To- but it, and it, it is. So, I mean, I absolutely love my work and I love, you know, helping people and it's, it's limitless. It really is limitless. It's, um, you know, trauma can be a big thing, but also it can be something small because you don't know what you take in. I didn't know that that scene that my mom said, go to your room, you know, shame on you or go to your room. I'm disappointed in you. I had an effect on me. So we don't know, but your brilliant mind does know. And also you know, those, those words are powerful and it manifests in other parts of our body. Often the trauma of something big or small and in, in young people. And, you know, I know that there's a lot of moms out there with kids with anxiety and depression. You don't know what they're hanging on to. And I, I can help these young kids too. I mean, so your practice has no age limits. It's not. No. I mean, the youngest person I've worked with is 11. And the oldest is old. <laughs> it's wise, not old. They're wise. <laughs> yeah, wise, wise, wise. wise. Oh yeah, no, it's very wise. <laughs> and you know, it's never, it's never too late to make a change for the better. It's never too late. And if you, you know, this is something I hold very big in my heart. If you get help, you get respect. Mm. Well, you get respect from yourself. I mean, it's not even respect from others. It's about giving yourself. It's, it is. It's self-respect yeah. and you're, you're worth it. You're worth it. And, you know, if you think about, you know, you don't know why you hold on to that extra, I won't even put a number on it, those pounds or why you can't say no to that finishing off the bottle, right. Of, of wine, when you open it, can you have one glass? Mm. Well, you know, I can help with, with behavior, right. These kinds too because you take your power back you say no no thank you because you love you more than you love one but we do this in the subconscious space wow that's very powerful 
you make a choice because you love you more than you like X, whatever X. Well, I mean, I can help someone become, and I know I kind of ramble, so I'm sorry about rambling, but become indifferent to sugar. Absolutely. So the opposite of love is not hate, it's indifference. And the opposite, this is big, the opposite of addiction. And there's so many addictions out there, right? There's sugar, there's alcohol, there's drugs, there's shopping, your phone, shopping, drugs, porn, you know, everything. So the opposite of addiction is not um, sobriety, it's connection. And I have a great article, it's called um, Rat Park. And it's a, it's about, anyway, we'll go into, but the, the opposite, if, if you want to Google the opposite of addiction, it will come up. Okay. It's not, the opposite of addiction is actually connection. And human connection. And now during, you know, this tough times, it's very, very hard. So, you know, are more people turning to their addiction because they're not connected? So yes. Wow. And I understand, I understand all of the, the, that. And I, maybe I didn't say, you know, Pat died, but he had addiction problems. So do you think that so clearly the episodes in your life, the, the things that were playing in your head brought you to doing RTT. I find it fascinating that you took, you know, these visits with Klaus and you turn it into your passion for what you're doing. Oh, well, I mean, I was, like I said, I was going to go back and, you know, I was going to be a social worker. I used to have a spin studio. So I had a business called Joyride Cycle Studio, Joyride. So I teach spin and TRX. So, you know, I've got the, the, the health and wellness right. background. And I don't know if anybody, you know, does Peloton, but the mindset coach, like when you're encouraging or inspiring people, right. it's just kind of an evolution for me and my story I mean, I've always wanted to lift people up. I, I, I have always wanted to lift people up, and I and I think I do. I um, I am positive. I am, you know, my friends from high school would be like, oh yeah. I mean, I, I'm friendly. I'm nice. I'm people, <laughs> people like me and trust me, right? It's just it's just funny. I I have found my purpose. I mean, I my kids are growing up and. I'm excited that I've always been a little bit ahead of my time. I think that in the next five to 10 years, anybody who's doing therapy will do RTT. Why wouldn't you try RTT for a a couple hundred dollars to save, if you could save six years on the sofa? Seriously. I mean, not only just six years on the sofa, but (laughs) years of grasping for finding what is it? What is it that's holding me back? What is not serving me or what is not allowing me to achieve more? And, you know, whatever your uh, definition of achieving is and what does more look like, that's, that's what keeps coming back to me is why, yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really, you know, I do help people clear their emotional blocks and they can embrace this amazing, their amazing mindset. And, you know, you can transform, you can connect and you can be your bet, very best self. So, so you know, silencing your inner critic. Yeah. So my word for 2021 is connect. Oh, yeah. Okay. I love that. So the fact that you, uh, you know, 
because Connect has allowed me to meet you, you know, meet such great, great women. And I love that. I love, you know, I might take on that word too. And right this week, mine is love and lead with love. You know, I love that. Well, and I think it's great that you can change it, you know? So if, if that word is... Oh, my, my other word from, from pandemic in the beginning was chill, chillax, chill and relax, but we're all over that, right? We got to get moving now. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So now what's the process? If somebody would like to experience RTT with you kind of, you know. Yeah, I do. I have a free discovery call. And so, you know, 10, 20, 30 minutes to ask me any questions. Um, I can be reached at Melissa at positive.solutions, and that's my email, or, you know, I'm on Instagram, Positive Solutions, or Facebook, Melissa Paz Blake, or Positive Solutions. But, you know, an email is probably best. I'm not going to give out my phone number, but I do that later. Um, I have a, my website is Positive Solutions, it is P A S, Positive, because yeah. that's my I'll make sure. name. Yeah, we'll, I'll make sure everybody that's listening can have access. Yeah. And then I do a a discovery call. I have a a form, you know, intake waiver form so that I know what we want to work with. And I, oh, this is important. So when I do a session, it is usually one to three sessions really can clear up a lot. lot. And, you know, there's different, I'm I'm working on some courses. I do have a a program for weight, but um, I make everyone a personal recording as their transformation. So what, oh, I think this is, this is kind of important. So I ask the client, if you had a magic wand and you could fix an issue or problem about yourself, what would you want to fix? And they get to say one, two, three, you know, the main thing. And then, then I say, and how would your life, if we could fix this issue or problem, how would your life look different? And that's when we put in the, the big words and the programming you know, happy, confident, um, wow, healthy, you know, I mean, I, I just had a loss of words, um, calm, confident, and, and we use phenomenal coping skills, make excellent choices, sound decision, you know, all these things I make it, it's about 20 something minutes, okay. a recording for Amy, for Melissa, for Whatever. Rachel, for Jill, that's especially for her. And for her needs. And then you listen for 20 something days, you know, either when you have time to relax or bedtime. And I teach them self-hypnosis. So they actually go into, and this is important. We go into, we start with REM, we go into REM and then theta. And theta is the subconscious place. And it's not scary. It's, it's really wonderful and calming. And people love the recordings. It helps them sleep. And yeah. I can help us sleep too, because sleep is innate, right? Everybody was born to sleep. So, you know, and like I said, I have come such a way I've come outside of my comfort zone on so many levels. And I've been talking about for 25 years, writing my book about the fruit and nut club, which is my, my dad, you know, I grew up in a gay household back in the seventies and eighties, which back then was different, right? And so now I'm writing a chapter in a book with 20 other, 18 other women, but this is also important. The reason people come see me are four things. And most everyone can relate to this somewhere in their childhood or their adolescence. They don't feel enough, good enough, smart enough, strong enough, pretty enough, 
than an, if anything enough. So I don't feel blank enough. So that's one that I don't feel enough. They didn't, they didn't fit in or feel like they felt fit in. I don't feel like I fit in. Their needs weren't met. And that could be anything because sometimes your parents don't know what your needs are or it's, 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 it's bigger than your needs weren't met, like a roof over your head. These are, we all have needs. So I'm not enough. I didn't fit in. My needs were met. And we go back to what's familiar. And that's really like, that's the habit brain. Okay. So or what feels I hope that makes sense. So would familiar equate to what feels good? Well, we move from pain to pleasure. So if you find comfort in food, or if you find comfort in wine, or if you find comfort in your addiction, we move away from that. And we make you, you know, like willpower, where you take your power back and own yourself. It's amazing. Versus it, it all comes back to take your power back. Well, it comes to back to, to loving yourself. And I think, you know, this is something that I, I, I will share in my book which I have not even started yet. And I'm a terrible writer, um, but I have a letter. Where is my letter? I have a letter. I guess it's not going to happen today. Oh, here it is. This is a letter that I've never, ever shared um, from my husband from a rehab. And it says, Melissa, I have done what should have been unthinkable. I have allowed alcohol, blah, 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 to put my family to pull my family apart piece by piece over the number of years. And as a result of my behavior, divorce papers sit on his desk in a relationship with psyche that, that will cause his, you know, damage to his children, this is our children. And I'm not gonna go into everything, but the irony is, this is a one page letter. The irony is you have been right for so long about me. You use the words like self-love, which I dismiss is right on the money. I have to do three, three things, let go of my anger, develop self-love and never drink again. And then I'm not going to go into the rest, but wow, that's my why. And he's dead. Cause. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he had a heart attack. He had a heart attack, but he didn't take care of himself. Well, yeah. And yeah, it was anger. It was anger. Yeah. And it was anger from, from towards his father because his mother died. And you know what? His parents do the best they can with what they have. And when you're an adult, you understand that. And even, even when you're in your subconscious space, you can understand that it's different and it's so freaking powerful. So I hope that made sense because I know I'm kind of all over the no, place. No, no. I, I think, you know, the important thing for people who are listening to understand is that part of being a braveful, achieving woman is that you have to take care of yourself. You have to look a little inward. And, you know, even though I think self-care has been way overused with the pandemic, it's still vital in order for people to achieve what they need to achieve. And you're offering another level of self-care. You are offering women the opportunity to, as you said, take, take your power back and get out of our own way, which is usually what we women do. We get in our own way because we're too busy taking care of everyone else. 
Oh, so often, so often. And it's not even, I mean, the getting out of your way, it's also allowing yourself and giving yourself permission to be your very best self. Yeah, this, you know, 2021 for me is a year of permission. Permission. You know, permission to to take back, permission to be authentic, permission to experience something that is different because what do they say doing the same thing over and over again and oh, insanity. insanity yeah so it's time to carve away the insanity of doing the same thing over kind of like you said you could spend the rest of your life on a couch and still never get beyond where you are at this present moment well that's i mean i love that about insanity and this is where i don't know why someone who knows that I am here with my positive solution and I could help them. Why wouldn't they try it? Because it's not insanity. It's actually brilliant. And I help them tap into their brilliant mind and pull out the root, you know, the, the cavity, the root of what's holding them back from being the best, their best selves. And it's really that simple. Yeah. And you wonder if it's, it's the whole idea of hypnotherapy. I mean, because, you know, but that's why RTT doesn't say, right. It's rapid transformational therapy right. and positive solutions. You know, if I just say your subconscious mind, it's, it's not scary. It's, it's really quite brilliant. And it's, it's actually magical and life-changing. It can really, you know, if someone can stop drinking or stop smoking or lose 20 pounds and add 10 years to their lives, I mean, come on. Who wouldn't? Yeah. Like I, 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 right. I don't know why everyone doesn't come see me. Right. Well, there's only 24 hours in a day lady. And I, I, I knew you're, I know you're doing great things, but there's only 24 hours in a day. I know. I know. I, I do just, I just love what I do. And I do want to get the word out there and, Oh, I can do, I do zoom therapy. Oh, that was the I, have, I, I have helped Israel, definitely UK, a girl in Russia, I mean, clearly Atlanta, Indianapolis, Arizona, San Francisco, San Francisco this past week. So it's not just you, you like, I, it's nice to be in my office with me and connect, but we can do it over Zoom. It works perfectly well. And it's very private and everything is confidential. It's very safe, you know, a safe space. And, you know, I don't mind sharing my story because like I said, I always thought I had the most dysfunctional person that, you know, I was the most dysfunctional person on the planet and I'm not, but when people like to hear other people's, well, I think your why and the fact's a multifaceted why, you know, you've had three different stories that you've related to your mom, the fact that your, your father was gay, your husband, your ex-husband, Pat, I mean, those are three things that have impacted you in different times of your life, you know? And I think and I could go on right, and on. You know, that just says we are on a continuum. And to be able to add another tool to your toolbox that allows you to heal from within, I think is very powerful and very braveful to do it. And, and I have I have personally healed. Yeah. I have, I have healed. And it's it feels really, it feels really amazing. See, you know, I'm on the other side of my bleep storm. I mean, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm on the other side of this shit storm. And I, and I mean, I was in a, I was in a tough spot, 
but now, right, I found my purpose, my why, which, you know, when you find what you love and you make it your job, then it's, it's not a job. No, it's, it's beautiful. I mean, it's, I work hard. I work hard and it's, it can be exhausting sometimes, but I love it. I absolutely love it. See. So thank you. Thank you. Thank You're you. Very welcome. 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 So yeah, this has been great. Thank you for sharing your gift and hopefully, you know, you can help people one at a time and let's, you know, transform the world. I think it's great. Thank you. Thank you so much, Melissa, for a great conversation. Appreciate your storytelling, appreciate you sharing your why, and appreciate you just being authentic and keeping it real. So thank you so much. Thank you for joining me today. I don't know about you, but I sure am grateful for the opportunity to listen and learn from such great women. So if you enjoyed yourself as much as I did, please feel free to share Braveful podcast with your friends and colleagues, as well as please subscribe to Braveful on your favorite podcast apps. Have the best day ever. And until next time, be Braveful.